You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash Enterprise Data to learn more. Hello, I'm Scott Soshner. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And let's start with extension talk. Take it away. NCAA President Mark Emmert, uh, three-year extension uh, through 2023 now. Um you know, it's a, we, we talk about, you know, a lot of these leaders like Roger Goodell, another good example, who I think casual fans think, man, that person's doing a terrible job. But when it comes to contract extensions, they get the contract extension. And that's because for the people who they report to, for, for Roger Goodell, its owners, for Mark Emmert, its board of governors and university presidents, uh, they're doing a good job protecting but on the, the business scale, interests. But on the Ajita scale, isn't the next three years going to be very like, increasing levels of Suris Ajita, however you want to... Critical, right? yeah. And, so and why? Did, why? Just, the, is it the money? Is it he loves it? Like Now would be a really good time to say, you know, I've taken it to a certain plateau. Perhaps somebody else should assume control of the NCAA. Yeah, I mean, if Mark wants to keep having the job, I mean, I, I can understand him wanting to stay in. He's getting paid a little over yeah. $2 million a year. Um, but yeah, if you're, you know, the board of governors at the NCAA, uh, look at the last couple of, I mean, just the, the sheer the weight of lawsuits that are that are coming down from antitrust concerns to an FBI, an ongoing FBI investigation into middlemen and schools that are cheating NCAA rules. Uh, there was that report earlier this year that a whistleblower had gone to Mark Emmert and his office about Larry Nasser a number of years ago. There is a whole host of possibilities. Evan seems uh, so negative on this. I, 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 I sense that tone <laughs> coming through. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a little stuff. surprised about it. You mentioned revenue, obviously going up. The NCAA has one revenue stream. It's the Turner CBS yeah. uh, March Madness contract. Um, so he's not Mark Mark Emmert is not driving that that deal was negotiated a couple of years ago there are you know there are riders within it so every year it gets a little higher he's not driving huge new revenue streams it's going up whether he's at the helm or he's not because it's a single stream and it's a Do they need to come up with other, everybody else wants to diversify the revenue streams does the NCA I mean obviously I mean the problem they, they have is that, is so that they they gave away college football postseason so long ago right so the college football playoff they're not in all those bowl games they're not in they operate the the fcs so division one double a game but that's not a huge yeah, commercial that's not property a lot of money there yeah they just don't have the, the the big money maker in college sports is college football and the ncaa essentially gave away the rights to the most important games we got to talk about lance armstrong Love who's it. investing in uber big time well, it says it saved his family. Yeah, as he, he part said of that in an interview last week. Investment in a week. fund. It looks out from the from the best the 
back of napkin calculations that we can come up with here at Bloomberg. Look like Lance, what about twenty million dollars? Twenty to thirty million. Twenty to thirty million. Yeah. So this is investment in a fund that contained Uber, obviously, a while ago. And it's like getting in on Amazon early. Right. Well, you know, Lance had some financial problems after all of the ugliness that surrounded Lance. Just a little. But it's nice to know that you're backed up by an early investment in Uber. Yeah, this is back in 2009, so you know, way before he appeared on Oprah and, and admitted that, you know, the, the the cycling career that led to seven yellow jerseys uh, was a uh, was Sham. a fraud. Um, but yeah, he he and his friend Chris Saka, you know, who's a pretty famous investment, was early in Google, I believe. Um, yeah, he put together a fund. Lance got in on it, gave him a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, hundred thousand uh, investment. That fund was early in Uber. It was early oh. in DocuSign. And yeah, according to to our colleagues here at Bloomberg, that's an investment that's now worth you know between twenty and thirty million dollars. And for Lance, that's a lot of money. Scott mentioned he said it saved his family. You know, between all the law sponsorships, the lawsuits, uh, Lance settled the the most recent one for a lot less than people were expecting. Um, but if that lawsuit, you know, with the federal government had had gone a different way. There's a chance that Lance could have been in some some real financial distress, um, having an, an early investment in a, in a massive company. And if Uber goes public, look out! You know that that's going to be worth filing. even yeah. more. Um, yeah. And let, let, let me tell you. I mean, we pitch no products here. We are paid for nothing. That's fine. We are not paid spokespeople. Have you ever used DocuSign? I have not. Oh, I, years I'm and sorry. years ago, <laughs> I I bought and sold a property in Las Vegas. I mean, many many moons ago. Never went to Vegas. Never stepped foot in the place. Sold it without ever going. Everything via DocuSign. Here's my initial click, 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 click. Down the page goes. Done. Wonderful. So if you ever have to buy a house or anything, let me tell you. It's great. I have one word for you, young man. Yeah. Plastics. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going, Bar. Keep it going, Keep Bar. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. ESPN. Now for old man Bar. Maybe maybe Bar can get to the sixth inning of a baseball game now. <laughs> after his oval team to take the blanket oh, off his lap at about transition. nine. <laughs> Bye, Craggy, you young people. <laughs> Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash Enterprise Data to learn more. ESPN, and I I agree with this, they're going to move up the time to uh, Major League Baseball Sunday games starting now at 7 o'clock. You're such an East Coast, and I agree with this. I do. If you lived in L.A. and you're at the office at 4 o'clock, would you agree with this? This is not about the fans. This is about the teams. 
What do you mean it's about the team? The, the, one of the major reasons why they're doing this is because the, the teams got sick of, like, you know, having to fly into another town in in the dawn or whatever because insane? they're playing late night. Are, uh, Evan, you're going to chime in, but are you insane? You think they're – the, the Am teams, I insane the owners, in the, the membrane owners? is what yeah, you're yeah. trying to the, say? you go going music. <laughs> Who's saying that? Insane in the membrane? Insane in the membrane. Oh, but, anyway, you, but come on. This is about – a maximizing of viewers with that twist. Yet your marquee games and you're losing a whole generation of kids who shut this off. There's a calculation going on in Major League Baseball. We've got to get younger. You see it with the Facebook deal, digital, digital, digital. How do we cultivate a new generation of fans? And putting the eighth and ninth inning of our best games or premier games, Yankees, Red Sox, on at one in the morning when these kids have to be in school on Monday. And I'm like, these kids were talking 19, 18. They're just not staying up for baseball. You want them to see the best part of the game, which is the eighth and ninth. If right now you're sacrificing a little bit of audience on the on the West Coast early, we know that people tend to stay with games as they go later, but they've seen the drop-off on the younger demo. That's what this is about, cultivating those kids to stay, to become and stay baseball fans when everything is migrating to the iPad, to the iPhone. That's how people are watching. Yeah, you hear so much you know, for years you know, complaining about baseball and, and all sporting events that, that start too late on the East Coast, kids not being able to stay up. And the answer has always been it, it's, it's set at the time that it starts because maximize viewers. it va- maximizes viewers and therefore maximizes dollars. Uh, to me, seeing this get moved means that there is now a shift, that, that it may start to become more lucrative for a, a sport like baseball and a TV network like ESPN to maybe start some things in, in the 4 o'clock hour on the West Coast just because, as Scott said, the, the value that younger fans bring. Uh, I think a lot of leagues, and baseball in particular, are starting to recognize that, hey, we need that a lot. And those people can, by the way, with the out-of-home viewing, one, you can measure it, and two, people on their office computer, on their phone, on their like what we said – They'll find a way. If it's their team, if it's something they really want to see for that hour, hour and a half they would have missed, they'll find a way to watch it. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the premier baseball game, national baseball game of the week. Game of the right? week. It is uh, yeah, it's, consistently it's just... two of the top pitchers in the in the league going head to head. It's the Monday night football essentially for baseball. Yeah, but let's, it's let's, the Monday night yeah, football, yeah, it except is. it's Sunday night in baseball. Sunday night, but we got it. But <laughs> let me, I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Uh, here I am, Mr. Devil's old man advocate, bar. the old man bar coming through. Uh, yes, I get it. You want the younger audience, but you know which program also that airs at 7 o'clock on a Sunday is yes. And I wonder what kind of clash you're going to have with 60 What's minutes. What's the average age of the 60 minutes viewer, Mr. Barr? My Over age? under you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm putting the barometer you. Baseball, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be harsh here because they, they do care, but they don't care. Baseball doesn't <laughs> care. They've got to cultivate those young. Did you get, by the way, the did you? Okay. I got it. Yeah. I didn't know if you even know where I was going. But that, they don't care. They, they have got to find a way. You see these numbers with baseball. They skew old. They have got to find a way. And sports betting is going to help. But they've got to find a way to make younger people want to watch this game. Again, this is a very calculated decision. They have taken in all the different factors they understand what 60 minutes might mean for for their viewership and they now believe which they didn't clearly a couple years ago starting at 7 a.m on the 7 p.m on the east coast is the way to do this can we pay homage to like steve croft and gang and like let's go out instead of the normal clothes can we go out they i'm evan novi williams i'm like like the end of 60 minutes do you ever wonder why scott sashna okay (laughs) no (laughs) you you saw you you know who i'm doing yes all right Okay, well, you want to do that? 
Go ahead. All right. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scott Soshnick. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I genuinely don't know what we're doing. All right, man. I'm going Help back us. to the script. I mean, <laughs> this is the Bloomberg <laughs> Business of Sports podcast, and a memorable <laughs> one at I'm that. I'm supposed to speak like I'm on I'm 60 Michael Minutes. Barr, <laughs> along with Scott Soshnick and Heaven Novi Williams. Two of us are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I don't know where the heck Novi Williams is exploring the world of money and sports. <laughs> Join us again at the end of the week when we'll be speaking with uh, Super Agent Lee Steinberg. Oh, God. <laughs> You're listening oh. to the Bloomberg Business Report like, oh. on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online, where you can get our podcast. Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel. It's where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.